What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. The weather is heating up, which means summer is almost here. Macy's is my go-to place for summer fashion, and I'm getting so excited just looking at Macy's.com for new bathing suits, beach towels, even floaties for the kids. They have all the poolside essentials. Macy's has everything you need for any summer occasion, your summer trip, wedding, or graduation. Macy's has you covered. You can shop all your favorite brands like DKNY, Michael Kors on 34th, shop at Macy's.com or in store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Wind Down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. Okay, I am so excited for this week's podcast because (laughs) I have got my adorable niece and nephew on. Uh, Let's start with Dylan, who's in my middle. Dylan. How we doing? Tell everyone your age, who you are. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I'm Dylan Kramer. Uh, I'm 14. Uh, that's about it. Ava, how are we doing? And now there's Ava, my beautiful niece. Hi, um, I'm 15. And yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> you know, for the longest time, guys, I swear, I'm still like, yeah, I have a niece and nephew. They're like seven and eight. <laughs> and then finally, my uh, Catherine was like, uh, they're like 13 and four. I'm like, now I'm like, okay, no, I, now I know they're 14 and 15. Um, so I wanted to have Ava and Dylan on because we were having a conversation. Well, first off, this is their first solo trip, right? Yeah. yeah. That they ever yeah. took. Um, I've been trying to get them to, you know, come down and visit me. And so, uh, we finally talked about it and was able to fly them to Nashville. And when we were, talking um dylan it was actually you and i we were having a conversation and i was just like god i'm like so many people especially not only parents but like kids or adolescents that um i know there's not like a ton of kids that listen to this podcast (laughs) which is a good thing but like you know just even the things that you were saying that was so helpful for me as a mom and um so i was just like would you want to be on the podcast and then you said Yes, I was really excited because I was like, because I saw when I come in, when I came in here to put all my stuff down, I saw like the little like this whole area, the whole setup right here, and I'm like, this is really cool. So, um, so what? Why would you want, or like, what part of um coming on the podcast? Like, why? Why did you want to do that? I feel like there's like just things that have like the things we talked about should just like more people should have to hear it Mm -hmm. because they're just important topics. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, and Ava, what about you, baby? 
I mean, I feel like there's like a lot of topics that kids go through. So mm-hmm. like, and like, sometimes it's hard to like tell your parents, but there's mm-hmm. like ways that you're acting that like kind of show signs of like going through something hard. So maybe it's like for parents who like listen to this, they can like use from like what I'm saying to see, like find it in their kids and like see what their kids are going through. So let's start with that. What is something that you, for a parent, uh, that the kids acting a certain way, like what does that look like? Um, I mean, for me, like when I'm normally sad or like going through something, I normally tend to like not leave my room Mm. and I'll tend to just like sit in my room all day. And like my go-to thing is like, I'm tired. Like I don't want to do anything like when I want to do something, but I'm just like not like just not happy, sad. I'll just sit in my bed all day and not leave my room and not want to talk to anybody. Does it bother you when your parents, like what, what helps that your parents do and what is something that is like it would be better. Um, and by the way, so this is my niece and nephew. This is from my brother, um, my older brother's kids. Um, and uh, they got divorced real early on. Yeah. yeah. Like when we were like babies, like one. Yeah. One and two. Like one and two yeah. yeah. Um, so go ahead. Um, I think uh, maybe like when you're in your room or like when you're sad, like the parents just like give you space and just like respect your space that you're like sad and just want to be left alone. But then also like checking in, but not like all the time, just like every like couple hours, yeah. just making sure they're okay or like trying to like talk to them and not just completely leave them alone, mm-hmm. but not like bother them every 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that would be like such a balance for me because I'm always like, what's wrong? Like, and it's like to know, like, do you, do you say like, hey, I just need some space right now? Yeah. Normally when my to my mom, like when I'm sad, I'm just like, I don't want to talk to anybody right now. Like, I just want to be left alone and I'll like come talk to you when I'm ready to like talk about things yeah. but I just want to be left alone right now but you would get annoyed if the parent was like keeps asking keeps yeah. asking yeah and then and then I feel like in a way you would shell up and you wouldn't want to mm-hmm. then have a conversation yeah yeah Dylan is that kind of the same for you but uh, for me it's a little bit different like okay. my mom just kind of like she just you know how like parents they just come in your room check on you just mm-hmm. in the middle of the day she'll t- they'll normally my mom will just typically pick up if something's wrong mm-hmm. and then just try and like pry it out of me sometimes because she's trying to like help yeah she tries to help me by yeah that's that's her method normally it works and then we end up just having a conversation about like what's wrong some of the most of the time I try not to tell her because I just I don't normally I like just keeping like my things to myself and I kind of just figure it out you know but is there a reason why you don't want to tell because I think that's like when you know even when I talk to Julie I know she's young but I'm like, hey, Jill, you can tell me anything. You can talk to me like I'm, I'm, you know, whatever. And so what? why wouldn't you want to say something? I don't know, honestly. It's just like sometimes I'm just afraid of like just conversations sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's just I feel like a lot of the times I either just figure it out myself or like sometimes when I go to therapy, my therapist helps me out. But, you know, just sometimes I just, I just, most of the time I figure it out by myself. So let's talk about that piece. You've been going to therapy for how long? Uh, since about third grade. Third grade. And, and why did you go into therapy? Um, it's kind of hard to remember, but uh, I'm pretty sure just like so many like thoughts and struggles as a little kid, you know, there was a lot of like, like loss of innocence type things I was going through at the time mm-hmm. that really had like an effect on like my younger childhood days. Mm -hmm. So I just started going to the same doctor. I still go to her. Um, Yeah, and it really honestly helps. What's been the biggest benefit you've seen going to therapy? Honestly, like, 
ever since, I don't know if this kind of is the same, but ever since they put me on the medicine, that's mm-hmm. honestly really helped. Mm-hmm. And just like having somebody, even if there's nothing wrong, just having somebody to go to talk to, mm-hmm. like about your week, it just really helps. Yeah. Yeah. Ava, because how long have you been going for? Um, I just started. I mean, I had a therapist. I used to go to um, Dylan's therapist mm-hmm. in fifth grade for about like a couple months, but then with just like anxiety attacks when I was just, I don't know what it was about. But I used to do that, and then I just started going, uh, like, in August, mm-hmm. and I've just been going to her once a week, every Wednesday. And I don't even have things to talk about most of the time. I just sit there, and I'll have, like, a conversation. So, like, when something does, like, strike me or, like, I have an anxiety attack or, like, depression, mm-hmm. like, she knows how to help me because I, like, talk to her about my life so she knows how to approach it with me. So 14 and 15, where is y'all's anxiety coming from? Like, what is the stem for you guys where that's coming from? I would say my biggest is school Mm. and doing schoolwork. Because, I mean, I have volleyball and just, like, all of that, like, piled on top of it in schoolwork. And then teachers, like, sometimes aren't as lenient with, like, due dates and stuff. Or, like, when things are going on in your life, like, they don't really understand. Mm -hmm. So they'll just, like, pile on work. And, like, it's just causes anxiety because like you need to get it done because they like won't accept it late and it's Mm -hmm. like just a lot what about for you buddy honestly it's yeah it's pretty much just grades and just like pressure the pressure Mm -hmm. and also on a different note just stuff like we like we're exposed to these days we're exposed to like so much like what like just like because you know we have like all the social media and stuff so Mm -hmm. like we, we just see a lot of stuff right Ava yeah yeah I mean I feel like um, with social media, it definitely causes more anxiety, I guess, with just like, especially with friends and like school and that kind of stuff. It's like seeing that, like certain things, like. When, like what? What's give me a certain thing. Like when you don't get invited to something mm. and like you're like, you have like a friend group and they're all hanging out without you. And mm-hmm. then you're kind of just like scrolling through your phone, like just laying in bed. And all you see is like pictures and videos of your friends together and you're like, man, why didn't I get hurtful. invited? Yeah. yeah. It's just kind of stressful, too. Just like, oh, like, do they not want to be friends with me? And then when you try to talk to them about it, it's like, they're like, no, like, we just didn't, like, you'll come next time. Like, we just didn't know you wanted to come. And it's just. Don't people know that everyone wants to be like, I don't want to come to 90% of things. I just want to be invited. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would like to actually stay home, but being invited feels good. Yes, yeah. Because <laughs> if not, it feels, you feel left out and then you go, well, is something wrong with me? Like, yeah. And that's- I mean, that's kind of my biggest thing. Cause like I've been in so many friend groups. I had a friend group pretty much growing up. Like we were close. Our parents are all still close. And I would feel like at times, like I would not be invited to things. Like when we would all go camping together, like they would all hang out and then kind of like leave me behind. Mm-hmm. And then even last year, I had a friend group too, and they would like just hang out without me. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, is it me? Am I the one that's like driving them away? Like, do they not want to hang out with me? Mm-hmm. Or is it just like, I'm just, they don't want to invite me? Like, cause they were all friends before. Mm-hmm. So I was like, am I just not a part of it? So it's kind of like stressful to be like, What's know. the talk that you can, like, what What do you do to, to, to regulate the self-talk with that? Well, in that moment, like, when I realize, like, I'm not invited, mm-hmm. I, like, think, like, oh, like, they don't want to be friends with me. Mm-hmm. But then I also think to the times where, like, I was invited and then maybe someone else in the friend group wasn't invited. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, like, reflect on that. I'm like, well, they maybe felt the same way. And mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes not everybody can, like, be together at the same time. Right. So that's kind of, like, my thought process when mm-hmm. I'm, like, really thinking about it. 
And how do you guys work through, I want to talk about depression too, but how do you guys work through the steps of like when you get an anxiety attack? Like what are, what are tools? Because a lot of people that listen to the show um, not only have kids that have anxiety, but also they suffer themselves. And so I think, you know, I always say like, you got to have a toolbox full of stuff because what, what, what might work one day for anxiety might not work the next day. Like I used to do this thing where I'd count backwards from five to one and some days it would work and other days I'm like, oh, screw this. Like this isn't working. Yeah. And I'm not having any days. So now I'm like, and so then you go to, okay, what's the next thing in my toolbox that I can potentially uh, work on? So is there anything that like has been helpful for you guys to, when you go through those moments? For me, I just distract myself. I mm. use anything, every, anything and everything that like just around me and I distract myself. Um, for me, uh, I do have a really close relationship with my mom. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something really important, like to be close with your parents yeah. and like for parents to be close with their kids. Because whenever, and my dad too, like whenever I'm upset, like I can always go tell my parents. Like if I'm having anxiety, like the first thing I do is I'll tell one of my parents. But another thing is... Because like, they're supportive yeah. when, when you are going to them. Yeah, I think like, that's key too. Instead of being like, oh, you're fine. It's, mm-hmm. they talk to you yeah. about it. I think just having someone like you trust, especially mm-hmm. like your parents or just like someone you know has been through stuff too. Like you can go to them and talk to them and then they can help you. But one thing I also do is I like clean and like distract myself. So yeah. like sometimes I'll catch myself like cleaning my room at one in the morning because oh, I'm wow. just like so stressed and it just helps me like clear my mind and I'll listen to music and that's one of my main coping ways. Yeah, no, that's good. I like that. It was kind of interesting when we were at church too. Remember they were talking about the 3 a.m. in the middle of the night? Yeah. Yeah. I loved that. Like I was just like, what was he saying? I wrote it down on my phone. It was it was very profound when we were in church and I was like yeah. listening to it. But what did he say? He said, um, um, I wrote it in my little notes. It says, because uh, when the night gets the darkest, that's when the light hits its hardest. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you might feel so dark in that moment. And it, it's, and I'm, I used to have the same thing where I'd wake up at three o'clock in the morning and it's like, instead of looking at it like, oh my God, I'm alone and it's dark and I have anxiety. It's like, this is when, this is when the light is like going to hit you the hardest. Yeah. Yeah. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. 
Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So depression, what do you guys think is that you guys are struggling with on a, de- a depression level in with where you guys are at age-wise? Honestly, for me, like how like my depression just builds, it just honestly builds on each other or itself. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes it'll just be nothing, but then like I'll just start feeling mopey, sad. I don't want to do anything. And then pile that on with like all the tasks I have to do throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And then it just builds upon itself and then it just gets worse from there. Do you, do you have a thing where you can go back to and go, okay, this is where it kind of stemmed from? I try to, but some of the times that doesn't always work. Okay. Some of the times, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think for me, like, my main, like, stem cause of it has to go, like, I deal a lot with, like, friend issues. So, like, yeah. that's mainly, like, the cause of, like, trying to fit in, you know, as, like, a sophomore girl in high school. <sighs> now trying to, like, fit in social media, like, dress the way the other girls dress, trying to be, like, just like everyone else. Like, everyone wants to be like each other. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of hard, like, to try and fit in. And then when you feel like you're not fit in, like, you're not fitting in with them, you start to, like, especially for me, like feel sad. And then it just has a lot to do with like relationships with mm-hmm. people and like stuff like that, like causes like boyfriends and friends and all that mm-hmm. really causes like some hard depression and just sadness. Yeah. Do you think your life would have been uh, less, have less depression, less anxiety if there wasn't social media? I think, yeah. Cause I feel like sometimes I've tried thinking like, wait, what if I just got rid of like all my social media but then the thing is, is like, that's all everybody uses and all everyone uses is Snapchat and TikTok and Instagram, Facebook, well, not kids, but, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like if I get rid of it, then I'm just kind of like not going to be with Isolating everyone else. Yeah. So I feel like if nobody had anything, it would be way better because like my mom always tells me when she was a kid, like mm-hmm. they didn't have social media and everybody would just like hang out and like go out with like no phones and like no social media. And I feel like that would just make everything better. I honestly agree with that. It's just, but you know, I still have to kind of have it. As she said, I don't want to isolate myself. Sure. I want to get out there, but. So what do you think the balance is then? Um, That's, you know? I feel like, I don't know. Cause it's just kind of hard. Cause like everybody, that's all everybody uses. Like I'll try texting my friends and they won't answer, but then I'll like send them something on Snapchat and they like respond right away. Yeah. So I feel like there's been times where I have deleted like Snapchat or like I've not been allowed to use it. And I've just been so like left out and mm-hmm. like like never was invited to anything, never like, and I lost like a lot of my friends because of it. So I don't know. I feel like just know your limits with it. I guess. I think it's hard too because there's so the bullying, and I think which what the bullying that can happen on social media too is just unlike anything I've ever. Oh my god! Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, I mean, I've had hate pages made about me. I've had these like stupid TikTok accounts made where they like, they'll post a video of me and be like, 
Ava Kramer cheated on her boyfriend eight times. And I'm like, just like stuff like that. Like people just post anything to try and get attention. And it's really just stupid. And like people will like tell me, they'll just like text me to nowhere and be like, you're ugly. And what? The big, like the biggest thing that people say is like, you're a whore. What? Is what people will like yeah. tend to say to each other, especially like girls to girls or like a guy to a and girl. And they like, because like Catherine will say it like, you whore, but like as a joke. Yeah, yeah no, like, like they mean it like seriously. Yeah. They like, mean it seriously. Like they... I feel like one of like the biggest like bullying things is like guys tend to like shame girls. What? And I feel like just as kids, like, doing saying what? Just like like saying you're a whore. Yeah, and just like that, and like guys, and I feel like a lot of girls like now like want like that male attention and all that stuff. And then with like when a girl doesn't get that, they tend to like be like depressed or like sad, and then a guy will like start slut shaming them and all that. And I feel like that's just like the main thing of social media, especially like with like I hear stories from girls like in my grade, I'll like I'll overhear them talking in the hallway about like stuff that's going on between like her and a guy and like what a guy says to them. And I think it's just like, yeah, it's 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 terrible because yeah, half fair. of these things these people are saying, like whether it's online or behind someone's back, they would never say to their face. That's how bad it is. It's just they always. Yeah, they're, they're never going to say this type of stuff to the person's face. So they just do it over. Uh, social phone. media yeah. yeah i mean that's what i mean y'all seen my 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 that the, the Reddit, yeah Reddit. those nasty people it's like if you actually knocked on their door and said would you like to i mean maybe some of them would still say it to my face but i just it's so hard because like i can sit here and tell you guys you guys don't listen to that you guys are both you know you're beautiful you're just like you're stunned like you guys are just amazing um and you're talented, like all, all the things, but it's like when you're seeing something like this and you're reading things and you're having to have these, because high school feels so big. Mm-hmm. It does. I mean, it feels like it's the only thing in the world and it's like the biggest thing ever. It's like, I, you know, I remember when Matthew, my high school sweetheart, cheated on me. I was like, my life is over. It's like yeah. everything just feels, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, and I'm like, it, you know, I, I want to be like, guys, like there's so much, you know, more out there. And it's, and, but I also remember how I felt when I was in that moment. And my mom was saying this same thing. And it's like, that doesn't help me when she said that. Yeah. But I'm curious, like what would help? Yeah. I mean, one thing my mom does say to me, she's like, and I've kind of like had to like realize it myself, but it's like in four years, it's not going to matter. Like yeah. she told me that all freshman year. She was like, when you graduate from high school, none of the popular kids are going to be popular. Like, when you go to college, like, none of this is going to matter. And the kids who, like, like end up, like, bullying and, like, all that stuff, they're going to be the ones who are, like, struggling to, like, get into college and do mm-hmm. good in their life. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that really helped me because then I was kind of like, okay, so, like, I don't need to worry about this. Like, I need to worry about myself and, like, mm-hmm. do good in tests, do good on tests, do good just in school in general. Mm-hmm. And then, like, one day when high school is over, because, I mean, I have two years left, and I go to college, and I feel like there's so many colleges where it's not going to matter who you're with in four years. No. Yeah. How are you guys, though, with – are you guys – because, obviously, people have, unfortunately, bullied you. How are you on social media? Like, what do you do back in retaliation? You want to go? Well, honestly, for me, like, I'm not, like, as out there as Ava. Like, she's, like, I'm just, so there hasn't been, like, pages made about me. But I know, like, a lot of people don't. I know people who don't like me. Mm. You know, well, it's kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm a little, like, I'm a little bit more, like, different, you know. He's more into, like, his own thing. I'm, I'm, I'm into my own stuff, yeah, pretty and that's, much. 
that's not different. That's just you like different things. That doesn't make yeah. you like don't label yourself as different. You're like you just you like other things, and that's okay. Yeah, yeah. don't let anyone just because you don't you're because you're not into football into football or, or, or yeah the you know whatever that doesn't you're you're so knowledgeable i mean my goodness gracious when we went to the zoo oh and the plants God. like you are the most knowledgeable young man i've ever met and it's like i that to me is so much like you have so much intelligence like that's amazing like you should own that and don't say you're different thank you because you're so special in like the most amazing way like those football guys would love to have a little piece of your knowledge yeah but yes i mean do you like how do you does that weigh on you that does that what causes maybe some of the depression maybe a little bit but that's not like that it doesn't really get to me because mm-hmm. I, I know my worth so. yes yeah i yeah. love that and would you encourage other parents to put their kids into therapy honestly yes i would why? Because so, if you can really get to know somebody and trust them, even if like as it, you, like in the younger in the younger days, not a lot going on. Mm-hmm. But if they just have someone to talk to and get to know, when they do get older and they start having these issues, they have someone they can go right to and help them solve out their problems. I selfishly want to ask, well, then why not the mom? I know there needs to be. I, I, hey, I'm gonna probably most likely you know put Jolie and Jason into you know a, a, a therapy at, yeah. at some point, but like. What is the piece that like you wouldn't feel comfortable talking to your parent? One thing like why I went to therapy, like my main reason mm-hmm. was because, you know, I tell my mom literally everything. Like okay. she does. Everything. <laughs> like even if it doesn't involve me, like okay. some some drama happened in school, like I tell my mom. Uh-huh. And I feel like like I can trust my mom and I can trust my parents, but I feel like my mom didn't go to mm. school to be like a therapist or like a like go into counseling. So I feel like having somebody who like actually like their profession is to sure. help you and like be able to listen and talk to you through things sure. is like why like I think kids should go into therapy because you can tell yeah. your parents and you can trust your parents. But I feel like some things they're not like they they didn't go to school to learn. Like my therapist, she went to school to learn how to like. We definitely didn't go to school to learn. I didn't learn much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, me neither. But yeah. I mean, like. Yeah, when I have my that's therapist. a really good perspective. I like that yeah. a lot because that's what even my mom told me. She was like, "Like when you go into therapy, like mm-hmm. I, you can tell me everything, and I do yeah. tell her everything." But it's like she went to school to do I don't know what, but not be a All therapist, a licensed therapist. Yeah. yeah, and there's different things that they have a different way of looking at things than yeah. maybe a parent does mm-hmm. too, and like something that they would probably have a better response or not a better yeah. response, but a, um, a response that you can really um connect to yeah and exactly. i feel like a therapist is like more real to you like when i tell my mom stuff you know she's always gonna take my side like she's not gonna yeah. take someone else's side mm. but then when you talk to your therapist they're like well maybe you know like you shouldn't have done this to that person like they can give you like their perspective when your parents are like they're gonna give Very they're gonna be on your side yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 that's all really good information yeah that makes sense a lot yeah same for you dylan uh, yeah, probably the same for me. It's just honestly, I just I like talking to the therapist a bit more. That's just honestly just that's just what I prefer. That's just preference for me. It's almost like you're able to be more open. Yeah, but it's I wouldn't even say it's about being more open. It's just honestly like I just like having somebody who's just like not in the family, just because it's like it's like anonymously talking on it. Right, honestly. right. Yeah. No, I like that. That's cool. What um. And Dylan, we kind of talked about this the other night, but what do you think? I mean, obviously your parents got divorced. 
my, my, my brother and your your uh, your mom got divorced really young. And I know you guys don't remember it, but through the co-parenting, like what is one thing that like I I can learn or make sure that I'm doing? Yeah, co-parenting is like that's like a really like how you like do this in their younger days is going to have a giant effect on how they like on like on, on honestly their mental health in the future. All I mean, all you should do is like as of right now, just try to maintain some sort of like in front of the kids, some sort of positive relationship mm-hmm. between you and Mike. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you guys saw us at the basketball game. Yeah. Pretty good, yeah, right? Yeah. That was good. That's okay, like good. exactly it. Yeah. yeah. Cause I feel like when I hear stories or like when I talk to my friends whose parents are also divorced, they're like, yeah, like, div- like having two parents is like so hard. And it's like, cause you know, their parents aren't close and mm-hmm. it's like, I hate having the fact that I have to go to like to two different houses for Christmas and my family mm-hmm. can't be together. But for me, I honestly think of it as a plus and not the fact that I get two Christmases yeah, with double the that. presents. I just know I can trust both of them and that they're like good with each other. Working together. And it yeah. just makes me feel a lot more comfortable like having divorced parents. Cause I mean, my whole life I grew up with having divorced parents, but I mean, my whole life they've been able to like work together. Work as together. A team. Yeah. yeah. And that's really helped me knowing that like my parents are like, still like my parents and they like obviously be like I don't know how to explain it like they just know you're doing a can, good job you're doing a good job could, they can co-parent together and that's really helpful for exactly hey there did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Do you think it was easier too that you guys were younger? Yes. I I, I look at 
you know, when the divorce, the divorce that your dad and I um, uh, went through with our parents and it was, I mean, your dad was, let's see if I was 13, 14, he was uh, 15, 16. Yeah. Yeah. And we saw a lot of stuff that we should not have seen. We were witness to a lot of stuff. And I think that really shaped my adolescent years. And, you know, same with him and a lot of stuff that like, you know, I know that he personally, you know, deals with from like that, like childhood trauma, I guess, place. Um, But I, I don't know, like I, obviously I hate the fact that Julie and Jace are in a separate house, having said that, you know, I think the age was helpful knowing I don't think they're going to remember too much. And so that's why I'm really trying like, okay, like, you know, inviting my ex to the birthday parties and like just trying to have something that like they can see us, like you said, together. And Mm -hmm. that's the best thing you could do. Yeah. And then we, I can still have my own personal feelings on whatever, but you can hate him all you want, but I mean, it's in front of the kids, not in front of the kids, you know, pretend like you pretend like you like him. I mean, I did I thought like, yeah, yeah, you did a good job at the basketball game. That was good. Shumming, shumming, laughing. Yeah. That was good. No, but I mean, I I mean, we're good, you know, we're, we have days, right? But like good and bad. But I think, um, yeah, I think that's a really good thing. And is there anything else that you should, th- that I should be aware of? Like that's not a good thing to do or. Um, I have to think of past experiences. Probably not having relation, like not having the kids meet. I mean, the kids have only met one person. Honestly, like when um our mom remarried, that was honestly like, a, that was a good thing. Cause I felt like, honestly, it, it was just like uh, it was a really good thing to happen after the divorce. But it's that, another parent in your life. Another that, you parent know, in your you life. Because I mean, person, we yeah. love our stepdad. We love our stepmom. Like, uh-huh. and they're two like really good people who we are very fortunate to have in our exactly. life, and that we can like also trust them. Like, I can trust my stepdad, and I trust my stepmom. Like, yeah. and you know, I think it's good to have that relationship. They're like bonus parents. Exactly. Like, but your mom will always be your mom. Your dad will always be your dad. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I think that's what as when I was going through why I didn't want to divorce your uh, uncle Mike, (laughs) but was because I was like, I don't want someone else to like raise my kids. But at the end of the day, you like your mom's, your mom, your dad's, your dad. And these other people get to like Kristen, who's, I I love her. She's, you know, your stepmom and she's my sister-in-law, but like, and I adore her. So it's like, Oh my God, like that's so cool. Like she gets to love the kids too. Like more people to love you guys. is, is, Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. I've never really thought of it as like a negative mm-hmm. type of thing because I know like my dad, like I'll always love him as my dad and like nobody can replace him and nobody can replace my mom. Sure. And I think just having like a stepmom and a stepdad too that just can like help because I think it's hard being like a single parent, especially because mm-hmm. when I was like little, littler, my parents were like, I don't know, I just felt like it was like more hard for them. So having another person to come in and help with like the income and like just like help them like help us and just mm. be a good parent for us is like really helpful and like good for kids to exactly it's interesting because a lot of times like i remember um people are like wait till the kids are older to like settle down um just focus on the, and it's like yes my focus is always the kids but the the waiting to settle down i'm like i i would think that it'd be a, i mean either one like right you gotta do what's ever best for you so some you know i saw i know some people that have waited until you know, getting remarried or getting into relationships until after the kids are older. But also like my kids are so young that, yeah, it yeah. is nice to have that partner. And then about them also to have that family. Yeah. Yes. I think, I mean, you settle whenever you're ready to settle. I feel like there's not like a time. Never settle, baby. Never yeah. settle. You I love mean, like, and yeah, never yeah. settle. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? 
Um, I think just like getting into another relationship is like and like getting married and having another person there for your kids. Like there's never really a time for that. It's just whatever it feels right. But like I think that just having like your kids grow up with another person there because, you know, we grew up with our stepdad there. So we basically he's like a glued in piece to our family. Sure. Like when we think about like our family, like he's like in there and same with my stepmom. We didn't grow up with her, but I mean, we've known her for yeah, like yeah, a, like a long time. And for me, honestly, having this person like come into their life when they're younger is better than old when they're older because when they're older, this random person is just gonna try and enter their life when they're like what fourteen, thirteen, yeah. instead of like when they're little and they'll always be there. Yeah, I think just like growing up with that that person also helps because I feel like now if like my parents like weren't married and they just got married and then there's just like this guy like trying to come in and like yeah trying to like parent me but i mean like i'm an older moody teenager like i feel like <laughs> oldie moody yeah, teenager so. can that please be the title of this podcast <laughs> old moody teenager <laughs> i just feel like with that like it would just be harder to like adjust and you just have so many feelings when you're older and i feel like it would just be like kind of more more difficult but i mean i think people should just do what's right but i mean i feel like yeah. for me growing up with having a stepdad like enter my life when i was like four no younger than that right i don't like three no i don't know well you guys were able to have that family even though it looked a little different you had two homes like you were able to have that family unit Mm -hmm. but i think you know at the end of the day you got to do what's best and do not settle because yep uh, never settle never settle i love my family three and i would never settle again for because i know what my kids deserve i know what i deserve and i think you know it has to be that right puzzle piece yeah. Yeah, exactly. The perfect puzzle piece. The yes. perfect puzzle perfect piece. Puzzle piece. Puzzle. What is something else that you guys want to either say to kids out there, like a message to bullies or to the parents or like what is something like if you could have one thing that you just want to say or a few things that you just something that needs to either be known or that you just want to say that you feel strongly about? Know okay. your worth. Yeah. And what is that to you? Just don't let anybody define who you are as a person. You, you're you yourself, and nobody should ever have the right to change that. Yeah, I kind of saying, like, what he's saying. But, like, you should know who you are and never, like, change yourself for other people. And you should just have people love you for who you are. And if they don't love you for who you are, then they're not the right person. And, I mean, you can see that with friends, relationships. And then for parents, I feel like when your kid is like, you never know really what your kid is going through. It's kind of hard to tell because kids are like really good at hiding things. Yeah. Because I've hid so many things from my mom, like when I was. And you guys are close. Yeah. yeah. Even, even still, yeah. When I wasn't able to like tell her, like I just felt like I couldn't. I eventually did. But I mean, like just over time, I just, I think you should just like be there for your kids no matter what. And they might not always tell you everything and they might just act kind of distant, but just like. Consistent. Be there for them and like remind them that like you're there for them and that you love them and that they're loved. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. To be consistent. And you know what? I want you guys to remember and know your worth too when yeah. you get into those moments. Because I think it's so easy. I mean, I do the same thing. I get on here and I'm like, know your worth and don't settle and, yeah. you know, <laughs> love yourself and don't read those hate pages. And then two hours later, I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. so it's like, I think, you know, you, we, uh, we also have to take in what we say and know that, um, you know, who, who you are. And I think it always goes back to in like in those places, like when you're not invited or when you feel depressed or someone's being mean to you or bullying, it's like, what is the truth? 
you know, and like, that's what I think you should go back to. The truth is you are worthy. You are enough. You are smart. Like we, 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 Ava, you and me are not book smart, okay? We, yeah. did, we, didn't, we didn't get that gene, okay? We, we didn't, didn't even like, know we what can't, 14 minus 5 was the other day. Yeah, we were counting on our fingers. Like, you know what I mean? And, and I felt seen, so thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, you know, and, and, you know, so it's like we all have our our things and our strengths. And I think we just need to, like, what the truth is that we are all, all we are all good enough. We are all worthy. And we just... If someone isn't being kind to us, we be kind to them no matter yeah. what. Yeah. I think one thing is like you shouldn't like take into perspective that everybody's going through something yes. and that you never know what someone's going through. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just like just I can't say be nice to everybody because, you know, people aren't nice to everybody. I mean, there's been times when I've been mean to people and I feel like it's yeah. just like I don't I don't like being mean to people. But then there's also been times where I've been mean to people. People have been mean to me. But I feel like just know that like everybody's kind of going through the same thing and that you should just treat everybody like try your hardest to just treat everybody good because you never know like something you could say could be someone's last straw or and you don't want to like you never know what someone's going through their internal battle and that's what I said I got had this one Instagram question the other day someone was like who is the rudest celebrity you ever met and I'm like I'm not going to answer that because like First of all, I have no idea what they were going through on that day. Yeah. And there's been times when people have caught me on bad days because I was insecure about something or Mike and I were fighting or something. It's like, and I probably didn't, I probably might not have been nice because we don't, I don't know someone that has been nice every single day, but we can try to do better the next day. And Mm -hmm. we can, again, like you just don't know what someone's personally going through. So it's like, just be kind. You haven't, you know, even the mean people that are not being mean and just- yeah. Remember the truth and remember your worth. Yeah. yeah. One like thing I one thing I like reflect on is sometimes like when I mean to somebody like in the past, mm-hmm. I like tend to be like, oh, like and then I'll feel really bad about it. And I'll like either send them a text message yeah. or I'll DM them. I'm like, hey, yeah. like I'm sorry, like I was just going through some things and like I didn't mean anything. Just like I just wanted to say sorry. Like I always have to apologize for my yes. actions because I feel like you just never know. And I feel like talking to somebody and like saying like like sorry is just really helpful because you never know like someone could be so mean to me and like say something mean to me or get in a fight with a boyfriend and then they like text and I'm like really upset over it and like you know just get like depression thoughts and then them just saying sorry is like really yeah it washes the energy away too and it also it's like because you're not a mean person I'm not a mean person you're not a mean person no one likes to be mean I remember one time I yelled so I'll I'll say this is because um, I announced that, you know, I'm doing a new house and I was having uh, something was going to maybe potentially be in the backyard. And I was like, but my privacy and I, I got really angry and I yelled and I ended up whenever I yell or if I might potentially be mean, I just cry because I feel awful. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. like the way that it makes me feel. I don't like the fact that I might have hurt someone or they saw a different side of me that's not really me. And I remember I just wrote like this long thing going like, I'm really sorry. I was really struggling with the fact. And, and it, well, at first I just said, sorry. Right. Cause yeah. you don't want to be like, but, um, and then when the conversation opens, that's when I'm like, yeah, I was just, I was struggling with some stuff and, and, um, you know, once that's done and the conversations, it's like, oh, like, well, it's all good. It's like, yeah. you didn't have to, but it does, you're right. It does feel nice yeah. to say you're sorry. And yeah, I think communication is the most important thing. Like exactly with everybody, like, I just always like have communication. Like whenever I get into a fight, like I communicate when I'm like mad with my parents or sad or talking to my parents, like I communicate everything. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like it just makes me feel better about it. And like talking to somebody or 
even just one of my biggest things that I do like coping with depression Mm -hmm. is I'll write myself a note or I'll like Mm -hmm. like write everything down on a piece of paper and I'll just rant like say whatever and then I'll tear up that piece of paper or I'll like burn it or something Mm -hmm. and it makes me just like even just communicating like that like just Mm -hmm. to yourself really helps yeah is that from Mean Girls the burn book or is that no <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but i love the reference though Thank you. i love the reference they didn't actually burn the book oh it was yeah they were like uh, they just broke stuff in the book oh i love the like, fact that you guys even people. know that movie because i feel like you guys don't movie. really I movie. yeah oh i like word for word really yeah. okay that one that came back around and that's awesome because so i was gonna about to feel real old <laughs> uh yeah no there's something to um anytime you have this i learned this in therapy uh, so like one of my thing is I'm not, I'm not enough. You always replace it with like when you're having that thought, I know I am enough. And yeah. so like, that's like retraining your brain to mm-hmm. remember, because of course we all have those shame messages. Like I'm not enough. I, I don't deserve this. Or I worthless. Like or, that yeah, stuff. yeah. All yeah. those things. And it's like, no, I am worth, you know, I, I am worthy. And so uh, last year I started writing the affirmations on my mirror. Yeah. And that really helped. And I, I saw I literally, the house. Yeah. Well, yeah. My the girlfriend, Kristen, she, she did that. Cause I was, you know, having a minute. And so she, she wrote those around and it's, it's good. It's nice to see it. And for a mm-hmm. long time I had them on my mirror and I'm like, I am enough. I'm worthy. I'm yeah. lovable. And I deserve, I deserve, like I, I deserve. I would always do Bible verses on my yeah. mirror. I would like write like, or I would just take like a expo marker and I would like write like something big on my mirror. So I looked at it every morning or I would take like sticky notes and put them on the mirror of like Bible verses that are like, you're loved, you're enough or yeah. anything around those lines. Now you gotta feel Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything anything else you guys want to say to the to the wind down listeners? <sighs> be kind, be kind to people. You never know what people are going through. Love mm-hmm. yourself, love others. Stay cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys so much uh for coming on the show. I love you guys and yeah, I just I'm I'm it's it's been beautiful to watch you guys grow into two just incredible loving I mean, your hearts. And I just, uh, if I could take the weight of some of this world and the negativity off y'all, you know I would. Um, and yeah, just don't ever forget how loved you are. Thank you. Thank you. I love, I you, love you. Love you. Bye. 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 Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because it's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacovas store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.